Ibimushweshe, who is the team leader, as she likes to be known, of Alfred Nzo Community Radio Station. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, apologies. I don't know what he did, the gentleman <laughs> behind me. Yes, uh, but uh, my computer is just refreshing itself. But in no time, we will just uh, kickstart. Otherwise, thank you, Lerato, once more for the organizers of the radio days for considering Alfred Nzo Community Radio. Ah, how do I take this out? Oh, as I was saying, thank you very much for considering our station. Uh, as she was introducing me to some of the colleagues earlier, she said, we are coming from Norway, which is in the Eastern Cape. It's the gateway to KwaZulu-Natal. Uh, it's the home of legends. We all know Mama Winnie Matikizala Mandela was born in our district. Tata Uartambo, he was born in the district. And then... Uh, the first secretary of the African National Congress, Utadao Alfred Nzo, was also born in our district. But unfortunately, the district has been rated the poorest municipality in South Africa. So you can, you can cl close your eyes and allow your mind to take you exactly where we're coming from. The mountainous place where there are no mines, there are no business opportunities. The only thing that you can see around is the Indian stores and the Chinese stores. That's the only thing that you can be able to see. Coming the, to the socio-economic, uh, uh, social ills that are, are crowding us, uh, the high rate of unemployment, the HIV, and as you, you can imagine, People are moving from Alfred Nzo District Municipality uh, to the cities where they can uh, make survival. So basically, that is where we are coming from. Uh, there are stations that are doing much better than us. And there are stations that have been around. We are only 11 years uh, in the industry. But can I take you back in 2007? In 2007 when we had the idea that there will be a radio station in our village. Everyone was so excited. You know, we used to have radio stations far kilometers away from where we are staying, your PE. Umshlobo Wenen, where is situated, Lisedi FM in Plumfontein and others in, 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 in Auckland Park, Jobek. So it was like a dream come true, uh, true of having a community radio station. Everyone was excited. And you can imagine uh, the likes of Lumko Mchimde, who was the then CEO of MDDA, is also coming from uh, the Alfred Nzo district. So there was hope. There was hope for young people that... Uh, Whosoever that wants to come into this industry, you know, here is Alfred Nzo Community Radio full of possibilities. But unfortunately, as everyone was excited and everyone was starting to talk about us and to the places that we used to go to, 
and everyone had this perception that uh, we are the successful community radio station because we are funded. You, you can even check, abbreviate our name, uh, Alfred Nzo Radio. So when you abbreviate that, it's like da 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 radio, ANC radio. So people had many perceptions about us, even including the, the so-called communicators. You see the government communicators, they would come to our studios, they would demand to be on air without paying any cent. So we started to have those differences to say, guys, our mandate is not it's not like that. You have to give us some little money so that the project may be sustainable. And if you want to come talk to our station today and you don't want to contribute financially, tomorrow when the mic is not functioning, where will you address the masses? Then there, was, there were those uh, differences and there were serious uh, differences. And unfortunately, there were some Chinese agreements that were there between the then leadership and the municipal uh, principals. There was money that was coming from government uh, to, to the station. And we all know principals, political principals, they come and go. There was this close to 200,000 that was donated to the station uh, every month and there was not even a follow-up on how the money is used for. There was just every month there was this money coming. But unfortunately, as everyone was still looking at this child, the child who has not even started to take a walk, but exactly at that moment, things changed. How did things change? The principals from the municipality, they had to, to leave. As you can see, politically, what is happening in the political space, politicians, they come and go. And when the new executive comes on board and they checked that there is this contribution, I don't know whether it's a donation or it's what, that is being donated to Alfred Nzo, unfortunately, there was not even an agreement. So the politician says, we cannot continue to support Alfred Nzo Community Radio because there is no agreement. It was just a man's agreement. It was just a Chinese agreement. It's something that does not exist. So that was when the problem started. It was way back 2008. We went on air in 2007 November and 2008 there were financial, uh, serious financial uh, problems. But again, coming to other things, I'm telling our story as it is. Coming to our story again is that um, the previous uh, founders of the station, previous founders of the station did not register our station accordingly. You know, when we went to SARS, we found out that we are not making returns and also we're supposed to, you know, there were many complications how the registration of the company, it is very, very uh, important. When we went to, to, to South African Revenue, we found that, hey, there is this huge amount that the station is owing. And I remember we were all frustrated. Everyone was like, they want to go. But the question is, where will one go? 
you understand, as we all know, the crisis in South Africa of unemployment. The other day, we woke up in the morning. As usual, we went to work. That is when we saw that there was a serious a challenge. When we arrived, it was around 11 o'clock, and the radio was off. The radio was off. Is it a technical problem? What is happening? We all rushed to the studios. And when we arrived there, we are off. We phoned Sentec. Sentec man, what is happening? We are off. Then he brought the bad news to us. I said we were not even one year. We were just a few months uh, in the industry. Then Sentec said, you owing. You haven't paid your rental. So we have switched you off. That day, it was like darkness during the day. What do I mean in simple words? We went home, but guess what? Tomorrow, as usual, we prepared ourselves for work. But what is work without the power of this mic? Without us doing what we are good at? But we went. Tears on our face, sadness, everyone, everyone was there, administrators, presenters, and the journey that was looking so exciting, it has come to an end. That's the sector I am coming from, the neglected one. I say we are the neglected sector. Uh, in that midst of frustration, we tried to engage some political principles so that they may pay, it was less than 100,000, that they may pay uh, that outstanding amount at, at Centec. But, you know, that is the day when we realized that our life is here. And even if we did not take the sector so seriously, but the day Centex switched us off, we realized that we don't have any other life uh, besides doing what we like most. Uh, fortunately for us, we were switched on and then we started to change the way we were doing things. Remember, most of you I know, you have been around in the sector, we were one of those sectors which was not taken seriously because we were like a gearbox. DJs would come, talk whatever without preparing, do whatever, and not even flight the adverts. Remember I said where we are, there are no business opportunities. We rely mostly on advertising agencies uh, from big cities like Johannesburg. But there will be this guy who will just come. He's just happy that... He will have, you know, people that will say, I've had you speaking on radio, but they don't know exactly what it takes to have a, a successful radio station. So immediately after we have, we have gone through that, and guess what? We, can, we are even unable to go and apply for funds at the MDDA because we are not compliant. We don't have a tax clearance. So basically... Those are the things that I have learned in the past decade of taking the sector uh, very seriously. Um, okay, 
We are Alfred Nzo Community Radio. We broadcast in three official uh, languages, Isikosa, Sisutu, English, and there are other indigenous, more than five indigenous uh, languages in our area. I have touched here. These are the people, the diversity in our area. These are the girls, young girls, uh, that we have, that are within our, our location, our footprint, that are looking to us to give them hope, to restore them, to restore hope to them so that they may also enroll in whatever they want to do in life. But coming to building a sustainable community radio station. Immediately after the challenges that we have gone through, we have started to change the way we see things. Community radio station is a business like any other business. Yes, we may not be for profit, but we are for sustainability. And there are people who are working for the community radio. For instance, in our space, we have uh, plus minus 45 uh, people who are working for the station. The issue of registering, if you want, check, you know, sometimes we chase the issue of listenership. We want to have figures, big figures after us so that we may be popular. But from my experience, it doesn't help having the figures. The first thing is to make sure that you build on a solid foundation, which is registration. You must be an NPC. And also, you must, the issue of compliance. I have heard that recently, most uh, community registrations are being switched off by ICASA for failure to comply. If ICASA says every two years, you must stage uh, AGM and elect new uh, board members, you must just do that without questioning. And also, returns at SARS. Even if you are an NPC, you still have to make your returns at SARS. Your, your, your heart, your, you still have to make your returns, your payee and your UIF. Without you being in good standing with SARS, you will not be able to have a, a tax clearance certificate. And when you don't have a tax clearance certificate, you will not be in a, a, a position to, 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 to be given or to tap into government funds because there is central, data, central supply database. So if you are not compliant because you are not making your returns, you will not be able to tap into government funds. There are many people out here who are willing to work with us, but if you cannot produce the documents that are required, no one, even if uh, how much they want to assist you, but, but no one will be able to assist you if you don't have the required documents. And also the, the other thing is technological skills. A radio station in Mount Delif, no one knows about it. You must try to have a digital presence. You must go with times. We must have the team that understands the technology very well so that they may assist uh, to market your station. From where I am standing, we have formulated partnerships 
with many content producers uh, all over South Africa because they know about us. We are present in the digital space, which is very much uh, important. And one other thing, we tend to forget our mandate as community radio stations. When we come there because we have this mentality of wanting to go to commercial or national broadcaster, we tend to forget our mandate. We are a community-based station, and we are not in competition with anyone. I am not in competition with Riverside because their mandate is in Uppington. I am not in Uppington. I don't know the challenges of the people of Uppington, but I know the challenges of my people. So understand your mandate. Before you want to be a celebrity, before you want to be celebrated, but make sure that you, you fulfill your mandate very well. And don't forget, when we are there, we have a problem with the community. We don't want to engage them. We don't want to listen uh, to, to, to whatever they are saying, and we don't want to be amongst them. One of the key things is to be amongst them so that they may know you. Remember, you are given a mandate by them. You are not just, just like, you know, knowing everything and going there because you are from university or anything. But our uh, license says it's a community a radio station. So meaning that whatever that we are doing should be informed by the community. But because the community cannot just come all of it uh, to try to assist in managing or directing, so they have elected the board, we should give... We should have a way of working with board because they are directors. It's law. It's like that. But sometimes we find that when the managers and the staff are there, they don't want to open a room for board to do what they have to do. So it is very uh, imperative to ensure that you keep your, your mandate in head. You know what you're all about. But then the issue of interference, how to avoid interference from all the structures involved. Don't be afraid. I said we are not in competition with anyone. We are not com into competition with other community broadcasters, with commercial, with national broadcasters. We are not in competition with anyone. We're just playing our part in our lane. So it is very important to benchmark. Have a referral, work, network with other stations if you want to have a sustainable station. Ask others how are they doing it in whatever location they are based with. Share information. So it is very much important. And also the issue of job description. As I have said earlier that the industry was not professionalized, things Anyone will come and go, but it is, in, it is important to have job descriptions, even the board charter, so that they don't interfere. I was talking to other colleagues outside, they having many grievances about uh, the board this and the board that, but if you have a good board, it will have a board charter and it will know their role, it will know where to start and where to end, and also management and staff, everyone must know about what is expected from them. And the contracts. 
Remember, we are not operating in isolation. When we visit many stations or communicate with other stations, people, they are not appointed into their positions. Um, people, they don't have contracts. But remember, there is also a department of, of, of labor that we are work, working with. So it is a must that we must have the contracts for staff. I must know that I'm with Alfred Nzo from now to when. And the issue of policies. Most uh, stations, they don't have policies, so meaning that there is no guidance. We must, before chasing uh, the listenership, before chasing anything, we must make sure that we put things into order. Policies and the constitution. We must know our constitution because it will guide us. It's a Bible that we must read each and every day, that we must even uh, sing without even looking at it. And also, we must, for us to be professional as the sector, if we really want to be professional, we must plan. Don't be afraid to have a, an expert in the industry. Remember, the sector has been around for about 23 or more than that years. So meaning that there have been people around the sector that you can invite to your station that they may offer you trainings. So don't be, don't always say we don't have money, this, this, that. We do have money as the sector, but we must do easy, so that will help us to grow. A corporate plan, we must have a, a corporate plan, strategic plannings, we must. Tina, as Alfred and Zoe, we are not afraid to invite uh, gurus of the industry, people that have worked, you know, people that have experience. We invite them from all over so that they may come share information with us. That is why we are rated the largest community radio stations in the Eastern Cape. But other important things, uh, when it comes to sustainability, are the, the staff. You know, it is sad to, to, to realize that one other thing that helps me most is that where do we cry as the sector? They license you, you have a license, but no one is, is making a follow-up. You can't be a volunteer, guys. I have been in the sector for more than 10 years. You can't be a volunteer forever. And you can't expect a presenter to wake up at 4 o'clock to deliver a, 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 a breakfast show without paying that person. What is the stipend? How do you define a stipend? And, you know, we all know it is not the reality. When I came to the sector, we were informed that it's just a stepping stone. You understand? You will come take experience and go to Gauteng and be employed at Kaya FM. It does not work like that. Some of us are still stuck with the sector like forever. So we must give, we must prioritize the staff, staff capacity. Uh, staff appraisals, and also one thing that works for us is partnerships. We partner with everyone. And most of the partnerships that we have, they bring money to the station. Resources. How can you expect the news to have an energetic team uh, if you don't have resources, recorders? How do they go? You know, the location that I am from, it's in a mountainous space. How are you expecting them to go and cover in that area if you are not trying to meet their needs uh, halfway? So it is very, very much uh, important. And also we must have uh, the fundraising models. We must sit down. We must spend time in thinking on how are we going to fundraise. You know, when we go enter in a, 
in a government department, people, they, we still have that stigma that we're asking for donations. No, we don't ask for donations. We ask for partnerships. We produce a concept, a well-detailed concept document so that come, let's join our hands together and try to implement this. So it is very much important to have uh, fundraising models to help your station. For the past three years in our station, like most uh, community radio stations, we were not getting money, this, that. But for the past three years, we are getting decent salaries. Every month we know that if it's month end, we are getting our money because we have tried to change the space that we are in. And the models that we have are really working for us because everyone can see that we have a vision and everyone is willing to partner with us and in the process we benefit. Again, coming to the human resource plan. How are you going to get the best results? How are you going to be rated the best community radio station if you are not willing to invest resources, you are not in willing to invest time, you are not willing to invest even money to your people, the people that are working for you? I think this one, it's a, it's a topic that we should uh, open because staff is not getting a recognition that it deserves. And other thing that is hurting me, I am glad that my brother from the SABC is also uh, around here, is that we train people. And people, they, they are taken by big um, stations. But in return, we want to know. I was just thinking, ne? Uguti, in a soccer, if you are taking a player from the Kaiser Chiefs, there is, you are buying that, that player. You know, because we have, when people join the sector, they don't know anything. You know, they are very raw, but we make sure that they are well polished. And where I am coming from, we have many people that have joined the SABC News, people that have joined ETV, people that are good communicators. And believe me, when they joined us, they were, they were very raw, but we polished them. What are we getting? I think community radio sector, the NCRF, we should, we should talk about this. When anyone is taking uh, our stuff, they should leave something to the station. So that is, we also uh, promote uh, a healthy competition. We have the um, annual awards. This year we'll be celebrating our 10th uh, annual awards where we promote a healthy competition. People must be awarded. We cannot wait to be on the metro until I think the Mike, because he was the former <laughs> uh, station manager for Alfred and so he is intimidating me there at the back. <coughs> uh, we must try by all means to promote a healthy competition amongst ourselves. So that is how we do it. Last year we had, we were celebrating our 10 years and we had a very big event. Rado, you were not going to believe that we are in that mountain if that we know the way we are doing things. The challenges, challenges is money. How are we going to be sustainable? because we cannot really survive on the 2000s that we are getting once a month and they will come back after 10 years or 10 months or something, you understand? So the issue of sustainability is, is very key to the sector. I was talking to 
one of the advertising agencies and she says, Kibi, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed that the community sector is having uh, more than 18 a million listenership all over South Africa. There is a role that we are doing. It's about time, Lerato, that in the coming uh, conference, you invite the Minister of Communications. We want her here. There is no way that Kungato we are depending on revenue from advertising. Why is this advertising in Mount Delhi? Because I told you that the next shop that I know is a Chinese store. A Chinese store. So we want government to, to give us money. You understand? All of us, we want government to assist us financially so that we may be sustainable. We are playing our part. 18 million people that are following us is not a small thing. And also the issue of uh, turnover. How can we keep the staff? If people, they still feel that there is no security. Staff retention. There is no security. They still want to go to go to whatever industries where they will get better. People must get salaries, decent ones. So it all depends on the sustainability. And one other thing that is affecting us is the landscapes, geographical landscapes where I'm coming from. I'm stationed here. In front of me, there is a mountain. I cannot reach the people on the other side because to Ikasa, we are just here below. The SAPC, they are up there, but you know, we are just uh, below here, meaning that we are unable to cover everyone that we are supposed to cover in our territory. So it's one of the uh, challenges. And again, the resources. How we would love to have uh, resources like your OB van. Yes, we want an OB van because it's a money spinner. You know, we are not apologetic about that. As much as we may have, uh, my point is that if maybe when SABC is disposing uh, their fleet, they can consider community radio stations because we also want to grow. But the situation that we are in, we really are not in a situation where we can grow. Tinage, we excel when it comes to live uh, broadcasting. We are not waiting for an OB. Yes, there are challenges, but most of the revenue that we are generating, it comes from outside broadcast. We have the technical team that have all the skills, that understands, and we go to all the rural areas. So as much as we are waiting for the Good Samaritan to come and rescue us, but we are not crying and folding arms, there is something that we are doing. And again, we pride ourselves as the Alpha Tinzo Community Radio as Academy of Excellence. We have not just become a community radio station, but we ensure that when you live there, when you come to the corporate world, you are in demand because you have all the skills that are required. And again, we work on how we are positioned in the minds of the consumers. Are we, are we perceived as just a box, talking whatever that doesn't have impact in people's life? No. We ensure that whatever uh, people are, or, 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 the way people are perceiving us, they are taking us seriously because we know exactly what we are doing and we are capable and we are making our research and we are studying each and every day. And also what we pride ourselves is the quality content. We invested 
on the advanced um, broadcasting equipment. We have the best. You cannot believe we are in Mount Elif, but we are using the most ex uh, expensive um, softwares to broadcast because the quality that we are taking to people, we value it so much. Content, and that is what I'm all about. The documentaries. We got some trainings from Nemisa. We write for radio. Our team, we have a team of producers that we write stories. We write campaigns. We know our world today, the challenges that are faced by women. We make awareness. We, we write things that they can relate to. What is radio without a story? People, they like to listen to stories, and stories, they change people's lives. So it's one of the things that we pride ourselves with, the content on air. We are not afraid. When it comes to content, we ensure that we give you content that is thought-provoking. We give you thought, uh, content, as we said, that there are no job opportunities uh, where we are coming from. But we make you think on ways that you can uh, take to change your life as an entrepreneur. So everything that you're looking for, we specialize on, on that side when it comes to content, story coverage, and at the same time, who can tell our stories if we don't tell our stories? Who cares about the Alfred Nzo and the three-year child that was raped? Who will tell that story? As if because we are less than 800,000 in the Alfred Nzo, there are no people. So there are people. We tell stories. We tell our own stories and we believe that no one can tell our own stories like we do. And we are excited about the digital migration. We hope that it can come because our people are all over. They want to listen to, to our station. Yes, we still have a challenge of resources, as I have stated. They are unable to, to get us. We can't stream for now. So, but when that time comes, I know there is hope for Alfred Nzo and there is growth that is coming to the people of Alfred Nzo. We are unstoppable. No, let's start here. The events that we are, st we are staging, community participations, there is no one that can organize events like we do. Thank you. There is no one that can organize events like we do. We stage the best events that stays in the minds of the people forever. We are not ashamed. We are not stoppable. Not the environment that we are coming from that can keep us down. It was last year, around this month on Mandela Day, we were cleaning our town because we want everyone around us to feel our presence. We also go make uh, motivations, visit uh, hospitals, organize uh, uh, toys for kids in the hospitals. We give a first preference to the ladies because we know that they have been denied uh, the rights in this sector. So we give our uh, first preference to them. I don't mean to say there are no guys. There are guys in our station, but we give a first preference to women. The diversity in our footprint allows us to tell stories that are thought-provoking. We are the agents of change despite social ills that are life-threatening. We seek ways through radio to restore hope. Thank you very much.
Thank you so much. I think we can all agree that that's been a very inspiring and a very honest talk. Um, unfortunately, we don't have a roving mic in this room. So anyone who wants to ask a question, you can just put your hand up. I think the room is intimate enough. Um, but if you want to be heard um, for the recording, which we do need, so you can come to the microphone. Um, we're just going to take questions for the next nine minutes so Gibi can give us a couple of answers. Um, anyone? Don't all put your hands up at the same time. Any comments? Yes, Masi. My name is Umas Kolim Tingane, Programs Manager, True FM. Uh, from the SAPC. I think it's a very inspiring story for someone who also comes from community radio. I think to hear someone who is determined to make sure that the, the station and also the sector um, um, improves and uh, does well under the circumstances that you are you have painted to us. And I think um, we, we need to applaud you, applaud you for that and commend you for that. And I think Alfred Nzo is one of the greatest successes or stories to come out of the Eastern Cape. And um, from just one of the points that you've made about um, um, being the breeding ground for talent, and I've got some guys recently, I think Ukugu, Ukugu um, who's one of my producers who comes from um, Alfred, so it's one of the great um, additions to my team, and I think I want you to commend you for that, and um, all the support that you need. It might not be in monetary terms, but um, you can always shout. Anyone else, are we okay? Um, the conversation can still, you can come through, but the conversation can still continue um, outside, but we do still have a, uh, a couple of minutes um, to ask questions, make comments, uh, and share our experiences. Um, a very good morning to you. I'm Zolima Pipa. I used to be in broadcasting uh, for, for about 20 years, so to speak. Uh, so I consider every one of you as my colleagues. Um, a very brilliant presentation. And what I liked about you is the passion with which you express what you are doing. I mean, I've never seen a radio person not passionate. So you've lived up to, a, to, 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 to what radio people are. Just the other thing for me is colleagues, Government is busy when it comes to money. You can imagine, there are so many things in terms of service delivery. I'm not standing for government. I'm not, I'm just here by myself, you know. But government is busy when it comes to service delivery. Do not undermine the fact that you've got audiences. And those audiences can be turned into money. You can be sustainable. I, I went to several countries in the US. I mean, they are community radio stations. But what do they do? They are self-sustainable. It's in the manner in which you conduct yourselves. And then people will take you serious. What you said is actually true. 
Don't look at yourself and pity yourself and think that you cannot do. Audiences are audiences. It doesn't matter whether it's in, in the Eastern Cape. The fact is, and this, and this I've, I've, I've argued, for instance, when I was with the SAPC, to say the, the gross remuneration of, I'm sorry I'm going to use a, a racist term, of white people was surpassed in the year 2000 by the gross remuneration of black people. You see what I'm saying? There is money within the communities that you broadcast. It's only how you turn it to money. It's only how you knock at those doors of the advertisers, how you knock at those doors of the stores and shops. Just one thing I can share with you. You know, the commercial radio stations in Johannesburg, they rake in more money than the SABC. But I did an analysis in terms of who buys the advertising at those, at, at, at those uh, stations, commercial stations. It's not the national brands that, 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 that they you know, that they amass in order to be more than the SABC. They go to, 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 to restaurants. They go to the, the, what are these, uh, the gambling, the gambling institutions, you know, the gambling uh, uh, fraternity. That's where they make their money. It's not entirely from, you know, uh, Unilever who, 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 who sells brands all over the country, but they go to the person who is close to the radio station. So all I can say to you colleagues is keep up the good work. You are no different to, um, uh, to the national public broadcaster. You are no different to the commercial radio stations because you command audiences. And what businesses are looking for is people to, who can talk to those communities. So keep up the good work. Any other comments or questions? Do you want to answer back or you fine? Okay, cool. Thank you so much, everyone, and thank you for everyone's contribution. Uh, there should be tea and coffee still outside, and the conversation can still go on. Uh, thanks. <laughs>